0: The following story has been brought to you by StoriesToInspire.org. Today, I want to share with you guys a story that's one day too late. When I was in eighth grade, I went to a typical Jewish school, even though as students we weren't so connected to Judaism. We didn't come from military houses, but we had proper rabbis that were guiding us. And I was lucky enough to have Rabbi Zachariah Wallerstein, Lefakha, as my rabbi in eighth grade. I remember that my 7th and 8th grade those two years it was a time of a lot of trouble I was getting sent to the principal's office many times and basically one day a Wallison comes to me he tells me, listen opens up the homash, reads me the first suksim over there and he says, what did you do last night? I was shocked I'm not going to get into details but I was shocked by the ability of the rabbi and the Torah to really exactly pinpoint the thing I did the night before. Then Rabbi Wallaceen tells me, stop making trouble. You're gonna be a big rabbi one day. And I just hear those words and I say to myself, me, a rabbi, what relationship between those two concepts? I wasn't religious whatsoever. I did not come from a religious household. My parents were Israeli IDF soldiers that came to America to make money. And we didn't even grow up in a house where culture the Jewish culture was so important to us so with all that I hear the rabbi's voice and I'm continuing on my life I go to high school and in high school you know I continue in this direction of mischief and trouble until I find myself at the age of about 19 DJing in big parties in New York um, big you know parties such as Pasha and Islands and uh, Water taxi beach, different things like that, and completely in the other direction. Completely in the other direction. All day I'm in college, working out, lifting, MMA fighting. All my friends are Italians, Russians, and one day I wake up and I just have this vivid dream. I remember it, I see this dream as Robert Wallerstein is looking at me. I'm sitting in his classroom, he's just disappointed. He's disappointed at me. and. I wake up, I go to my mother, I tell her, Ima, Mama, what's, what's with this dream? It's a very weird dream. I haven't seen Abu Walashteen in about eight years. And I, I just, it's just bothering me. And it was at that point that something sparked up within me. I decided that I'm going to pursue this internal call, this message, even though Abu Wallerstein, was uh, very hard to reach and I didn't get a chance ever to tell them the story. But what was, was that I went to a few I decided I wanted to go on a birthright trip. From that, I decided I wanted to go to Israel after college to, you know, see what it is, to really learn Torah. I fell in love with the place, with the spiritual journey. I decided to completely delve into that. I was about three years in Israel before I met my wife. Afterwards, I was another four years there with her learning about Banut. Now I'm a rabbi in the Silicon Valley for the Israeli community. And I owe a lot of this to Rabbi Wallerstein. I wish I could have said this story to him personally, but considering the circumstances, the minimum that I could do is share this story with his family and other students. Because many people know Rabbi Wallerstein to be a person that would help people that went off. But I don't know to what extent people know that there are many people out there that he caused them to go on the direction, people that never had any connection. And it's really, I think, if we want to take the great message from Rabbi Wallerstein, it's really about seeing the good in a person. Even though I was in eighth grade, I was such a big troublemaker that nobody wanted, nobody, there was no hope for me. The principal sent a letter to my parents that really I should be going to... Uh, not to being expelled, they did get expelled a week later, but it wasn't even about getting expelled. It was, they were saying that maybe I should even sit in jail for the amount of trouble I was doing. And I was still able to sit there with me in the classroom and tell me, you're going to be a big rabbi one day. It's really his ability to see the good in every single person, his patience, everybody knows how much things were on his shoulders to really come to a child, a 12-year-old an child, and to make him feel important. And I think that's the message that he wants us to continue onwards. So may this clip, so may this clip be Leilu Nishmato. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories StoriesToInspire.org